0: If you're depressed for a day or two or more, and you get up and you do what you need to do to make your day successful, even though inside you may not feel it successful, oh my God, that is so courageous. Expanding the mindset zone.
1: I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone.
2: Today, I have the pleasure to interview Sibi Bowman, the host of The Courage to Leap and Lead, She's a certified master corporate executive coach with more than 20 years of experience of being an enterprise-wide business advisor. And she has a keynote now that is the courage to leap and lead that, inspire others to go for the gold by finding courage to simple solutions to complex problems. So, I thought she was the ideal guest to speak about the courage mindset. So, welcome, CB.
0: Thank you, Anna. It's such a pleasure to be here with my yeah, buddy. I, <laughs> yes,
2: it's the second time that I have you in my podcast, and I will invite the listeners to go back to see our very interesting previous conversation that, in many ways, you you were foreshadow what we are speaking here today because you were telling one of your almost origin story about when uh, and just to wet the appetite for people to go back. You were telling about your adventure. How old were you in your twenties?
0: Well, we don't talk about age.
2: Uh-uh. Okay, no, So you were somewhere in another decade. <laughs> that uh, I say yeah. <laughs> And uh, you decide to go and visit your father in the Panama almost f- from one day to the other. And it's your adventure of uh, jumping first and then figure out how to land. That is being uh, a metaphor of courage and of action taker that you are. And I find fascinating the work that you are doing now in, with Courage to help other people to really to embrace that, and how you define and deconstruct this concept of courage. So how do you define courage? I think it will be a great starting
0: point. Well, first of all, Anna, I'm so appreciative to you inviting me back. I love talking to you. And, and to be transparent, Anna and I have weekly meetings, and she's my coach, you know? So... You know, even the coach, the best of coaches need to have some coaches, right? Absolutely. And yeah, you know, I, I've i done so many courageous things in my life that I actually never stopped to think about it until recently. And the story you just told was one of those. And so my definition of courage, you know, I want us all to re-examine this word courage because we've been using it in a way that represents yesteryear versus the way to think of it today. Yesteryear, we thought about courage as this big thing that, you know, it's it's a mammoth effort to save your life, to save somebody else's life. And, you know, very few people reach this level. In today's world, having been through five pandemics, courage now has to become part of our everyday vocabulary and yeah mm-hmm. and, and go, uh, go, uh, let me uh, slow down
2: here because for some people when they hear five pandemics i know that they are going to ask what do you mean five variants and i know that you are not speaking in five variants so tell us a little bit so we are in a world that we are facing these tell me about these five pandemics
0: Yeah. Okay. So the first one, of course, we all know, which is COVID and all of its variances. The second one is, and I hope I remember all of them now because you put me on the spot, Um, social justice, which really came into the limelight with the killing of Floyd. Then we have mental health or health in general, which due to COVID, we realized the lack of equality in how we deal with medicine, how we treat people. The next one is environmental concerns. It is scary what's going on in our environment. And we have to pay attention to it in terms of the warming of our climate. When you see things on TV, like, you know, the ice melting and things, you know, we think that's someplace in the future. But you know what? The future is now, and then the last one, of course, is economic. When you walk into a store like Costco and you see the shelves empty, it reminds me of my trip to Cuba. It's it's reality. We don't have enough supply. We have the demand, but who in our lifetime could think about the fact that we don't have enough supply? And the.
2: Uh- even when our things on the shelves there are people in the United States of America they cannot afford the essential goods
0: that's a given that's a sad given uh, with working sometimes more than one job absolutely and you know with so here's the dilemma we're facing now and it's going to take the courage of corporate america to step up to the plate we're saying that we can't get goods in because the truckers want more money. We saw this in Canada. And, and we saw this because it was related to COVID in Canada. But now it's kind it's universal here in the United States where we're saying we want more money, we want to be treated better, et cetera. Okay. So everybody agrees that people that are underpaid should be paid more money. But then we go to the store and we see the price increase and we say, okay, the people that were underpaid now are making more money, but because prices are rising, do they need to make even more money? Where do we stop? We have to find a place where we can stop that helps mankind. And that is the courage. And so
2: let's go back to that, because the way that you see courage is not just the big. So uh, let's go back to your definition of courage.
0: So my definition of courage is the ability to act. That's it. To say yes or no and move on that. And it is despite adversaries and despite supporters. So to me, somebody who is riddled in pain to get up out of bed every day is courage. Somebody who's in a job that has discrimination, like I was in, to be able to go to that job when you're shunned by people, that's courage. To be able to say to a friend, that's not working for you. That's courage. Because you can lose a friendship. As many of us have who really care about friends, but we didn't phrase it the way that it would not harm them emotionally. And what
2: that is one of the things that i appreciate in your approach to courage is that usually when we come to this word or say this was a courage act or action we are thinking that somebody went to the building in flames and saved somebody and of course there is lots of courage there nobody puts that in the, in question and at the same time you are saying yes that is courage but there are these day to day actions of courage that we also have to pay attention to
0: and say to ourselves we did good if you're depressed for a day or two or more and you get up and you do what you need to do to make your day successful even though inside you may not feel it successful oh my god that is so courageous and we need to accept that we need to say
2: good Uh, job and Another thing that I love about this word of courage that I think goes in alignment to what you are saying is that um, the the word courage has to do with the core, uh, with the core of our values, with the core of our purpose. And if we do actions, small or big, in alignment with that core, we are living our purpose.
0: Look, you know what it is? It's a mindset. And I know that you work very successfully with people on their mindset. In fact, your show, The Mindset Zone, is one of the most listened to podcasts that's out there. We have to change our mindset about what courage is, and we have to applaud ourselves for being courageous every single day. Look, if you ask somebody who is visually impaired, If you can help them cross a street, that, my friends, is a courageous act. Why? They could say, no, I don't want your help. And what have you done? Your feelings inside, it says, well, now, I'm not going to say that to anybody because I'm going to be shunned by people when I ask them. No, that's not the case. That's courageous and as the dynamic because sometimes is
2: we this the fear of rejection why people uh, are not doing that many small acts of courage in relation to others they are how they are going to interpret this what they are going to think is the fear of rejection yeah. is maybe there was experience in the past that the, uh, that people try to do their best and that there was not a good reception but You are saying that we have to keep trying. We have to keep doing things.
0: You know, I received an email. This is a group of women that I'm connected with. And we had set up, I think it's called Slack system when we could communicate. But I sent out an email saying that I was going to interview somebody that we were all connected through. And I received an email back from one person that said, you shouldn't be sending out an email this way. It should be done through Slack. And I said, okay, well, I violated the rules. Yesterday, the same person, the same person sent out an email to everybody saying that she agreed to help somebody and it went to all of our emails. And I thought, what are you gonna do about this, CB? So I wrote to the person and I said, do you realize that you sent this out to all of us? And the person's response was, yes, but I referred everybody to a person's book that I think everybody would be happy to know about. And I sat and I thought about it for only a New York minute. (laughs) And I wrote back and I said, hmm, exactly these words. Hmm, this is quite interesting. And I'm going to share this with you and not to the rest of the group but your act could be considered racism because you allowed yourself to do what you told me I should not do and you created a reason that made your act okay. So what is that that's going on inside of you? Whatever it is, I'm okay with it, but you need to know that this is my reaction. Mm -hmm. So my truth is sharing that courageousness, being courageous about sharing my reaction doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that other people won't see it that way. But I'm sharing with you, you need to hold responsibility for how people are going to perceive your behavior. Yeah. And have the courage to put it out there. Uh,
2: And you are not saying that that is the reality that 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 was that was her intention but you are saying this is my truth. this is my and, perception, yes and it's, it's, it's fascinating is uh, but is I think goes also a lot about the need of be able to have and to be open to have
0: nuanced conversations. Oh my god that requires a lot of courage. A lot of courage. Because
2: we are so used of this, I was going to use the term black and white for lack of of a a better term of this binary, it's a one or zero, yes or no. And there are so
0: much in between. Yeah. It's also the courage to release from yourself upset, because I could have taken the road that I'll just stew on it. Mm Mm-hmm. But suing on it doesn't help me, and it doesn't help the other person to realize that there's a flip side to what they've done. Now, this person may come back at me and be really angry, or this person may spread the word that, you know, you can't write anything where CB is reading it. But it also says you have that other person thinking. And my intent is not to shame or blame. My intent is to create awareness. Wow. And if we
2: speaking about intent uh, and this is something that I learned uh, is one of the principles that uh, a dear common connection of us, Liba Pincho says to 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 assume positive intent in the other person. I think that will allow us to have more nuanced conversations and uh, to um, and to be more courageous in many things if we assume positive intent and if we ask other people also to assume positive intent about our own acts and communications.
0: And and that is a major mindset shift because the mind automatically goes to defense. Yeah. And what if we put down that defense and then switch the switch to I'm going to share and I'm going to educate. There is a marvelous book that I suggest everybody reads. It's an old book. It's called It's the Little Things. Hmm. Everyday Interactions that Anger, Annoyed, and Divide the Races by Lena Williams. It is probably the best book that's out there. I will make sure
2: that I will put that on the show notes.
0: Absolutely. Because while it points out things that annoy people, it allows us to see what we can do to create a stronger bond in a more courageous way. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? So I remember one, and I, I must have read this book easily 10 years ago. And I remember one of the things she talks about, and she says, With white women, the way they handle their hair, always doing things like this or putting it in their mouth and how that annoys people of color because Because our hair does not lend itself to being able to do that. This hair is not real. It's mine, but it's not real. It's not didn't grow from my head. This part down grew from my head so I can do this. With this hair, but I can't do that with my shorter. It won't reach that. Right. So the fact that you're doing these things, either as a nervous habit or unconsciously for whatever reason you're thinking, it's something that can trigger a negative response. That we are
2: absolutely, we can be not aware of because we don't have the other
0: perspective of it. Right. Right. So being able to say something to somebody, you know, I read this about somebody who's doing this, about people that do this, you might, you know, if you're in a meeting with people of color, you might want to think about doing that. Well, that's helping to educate somebody who has no clue what's going on, none whatsoever. Yep.
2: I learned something. And at the same time, it's speaking about nuances We'll have, for instance, if I touch my shoulder and that triggers another person because an in the individual trigger that that other person has. If the person ever tells me about, how can I know about that trigger? Exactly. That other person? Exactly. And, some, and sometimes it's even more complex because sometimes the other person is not aware of the trigger in themselves.
0: It's not. Because people don't want to go around triggering, upsetting other people. But we, my husband is constantly thumping, drives me insane. I swore that I would never marry somebody who does that. Well, guess what? <laughs> I had to have the courage to tell him, "Will you cut it out? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and explain your side, how you receive that.
0: Exactly. And he doesn't realize that I have a thing in my ear which makes ambient noise sound like somebody is screaming at me through a microphone. And it just drives me up a tree. And if you put yourself in the position,
2: you should read my mind and uh, realize that that upsets me. You are just putting like you are just fooling the fire
0: and not helping to solve the situation. Exactly. Exactly. I I mean, another great example in our marriage, we're both introverted, but he's a weird kind of introvert because nobody would ever know it. I am a true introvert. And so he'll do things that I'm like, what the heck? You know, and here's the fun thing. He's an introvert, but young guys follow him like he's God and he doesn't even see it or he's not aware of it. And so I have to tell him these things and he goes, oh, come on. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to be able to have honest, truthful conversations. And one of your missions nowadays
2: is to help this to happen in organizations. Yes.
0: What's happened now, because leaders are so afraid and you cannot blame them. They're afraid to make decisions regarding employees. This is one of the big ones. They have the law on one hand, that says you can't go past a certain point. And that law is there for a good reason. On the other hand, they're saying, I'll give you a really good example, empathy. We're saying to our leaders, you have to display empathy. In order to display empathy, you must know the other person. And the law says you can't get involved with their personal life. So where is it you're supposed to extrapolate this empathy from? Like out of the sky? So you have to be courageous to understand where the law actually stops and how that other person is going to perceive your question. An employer might want to know something like, and I'll, I'll give you another example. I know the folks at Costco. In New Jersey, there was a young woman who was out because she was sick for some time. And I knew her. And I said to the manager, I said, how is she feeling? What's going on? he said i don't know i can't ask and he was a very caring person so what's the courage what's the courage look like do we go against the lord do we ask people what we can ask where do
2: you go be- because is that space uh, is things that is is that nuance what will be uh, proper Uh, still respecting the law and the regulations of that but it cannot be a binary thing Uh, we are humans there is this the we have to create uh, a place where we can have these conversations because what is respect the boundaries for one person can be for another person considered indifference and this is messy and i think we have to understand that messiness
0: Absolutely. I love that. Now, let's go deep into corporate America. Suppose you have a new product that you would like to recommend, but all of your other products that you've recommended have been quote unquote a failure. See, I believe within the word courage, there is no space for the word failure. So what do you do? Well, CB has a six-step process that helps you out here, of course. (laughs) But the first thing is to step outside of this quagmire that's holding you steady and not moving forward. Because that quagmire you're in is affecting everything. You're sitting there at work thinking, I know a better solution to this. I don't know what to do. And I'm so frustrated. And maybe I'll just leave the company and bring my idea to another company. What a loss. So,
2: your mission now is a lot helping these organizations. Uh, to use, uh, to cultivate courage in their day-to-day in the, the way that the, the teams work, the leadership work, as almost an antidote to deal with this the, some of these pandemics that you start speaking in the beginning.
0: Yeah, it's an antidote to losing people, the great resignation. It's an antidote to that word, that bad word, failure. It's a medicine to help us get back on the right track, to communicate, to hear new ideas, to innovate, to energize. Courage is a six-step process in corporate America. And if you follow it, then you have new ideas, you have better relationships, you have better services. Your company exceeds, but you've got to go through the process. And the where people can
2: learn more about your work with courage in organizations?
0: Well, you can go to the Courage newsletter on LinkedIn, which is a week late. <laughs> um, you can go to my website, courage courageconsultant. consultant.com. Yes. And, and you can contact me directly. You can go to LinkedIn, which I love. And you can also listen to my Tuesday show about courage. I interviewed this morning a young woman who has an entire program about living the life you love. Imagine the courage it takes to do that. So connect with me, follow me, reach out to me. I'm here to help you. And if Even that
2: can be a great way of practicing courage.
0: Yes. And you can also reach out to this woman that I know called Anna Malikian. (laughs) And she'll tell you how to reach me. And by the way, don't forget to listen to her program, The Mindset Zone.
2: Thank you so much for your time. I hope this inspires our listeners really realize that is that in, in the, sometimes that small daily, like you were saying in the beginning, a person with chronic pain getting out of bed can be a huge act of courage. Facing one of our fears is a huge act of courage. And we have to pat ourselves in the back and help others day in and day out to just do one small thing that make this world better. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Anna. It's always such a pleasure and so much fun talking to you. Expanding possibilities, the Mindset Zone. Thank you for listening.
1: And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources all at mindset.zone as always i'm so grateful you are here expand what's possible for you for the ones around you for the world